What's up, everybody? You are listening to and watching Blurred Empire. I'm the co-host, Royce, along with my father. You know the guy. I always wait for him to say his own name. <laughs> to introduce himself, but he never does. Who, who are yeah, you, Sinbad? Man, you're not just you're not just Sinbad, man. Sinbad. <laughs> all right, all right, Dad. You want to tell him what Blurred Empire is all about? Blurred Empire stands for Black Nerds, and uh, we talk about first. We start talking about technology, but remember, Black Nerds are not just about tech. We live life. We live real life. That's what makes a Black Nerd different than a regular nerd. We have to pay attention to everything in the world: pop world, political world, Black world, protest world, COVID world. So here at Blood Empire, we talk about everything because black nerds will find the answer. Black nerds will find now <laughs> Always. black nerds are here. Not everybody <laughs> won't be a black nerd. White people won't be black nerds. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Everybody wants to be a black nerd now. Absolutely. <laughs> and this is episode 20, and this is a very, very special episode because we have a really amazing, awesome, uh, special guest. The one and only legendary Sanford Green comic illustrator worked for marvel dc uh image com i think you work with everybody right <laughs> everybody. Is anybody you haven't worked with right is there anybody you haven't worked with um no <laughs> so yes sanford green yeah. um but i would say it's probably safe to say he is most known for uh the the uh, amazingly acclaimed comic book uh series right now called bitter root which is up yes. for an Eisner Award. Uh, they got a, a picture deal already with Legendary. Um, that move fast. <laughs> literally. <laughs> that <laughs> Amazing. Moved, that's before the black thing. Right, right. <laughs> that happened before Black Guilt. That was legit. <laughs> right. So literally, this, this, is, this is Legendary. I mean, just thank you so much, Sanford, for coming on. This, this really means a lot. Oh, thank you guys, man. It's an honor. I mean, obviously, you know, just uh, meeting you guys, what, about two years ago now? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. was like yesterday. And um, you guys have been uh, super gracious to, to me and, and, you know, Sinbad. You know, just to think, he came to a panel. You guys both came to that mm -hmm. panel I did in D.C., and mm -hmm. I, I lost all focus when I saw you, your dad sitting in the audience. I'm like, wait a minute. That's like, oh Sinbad sitting in the audience. It was awesome. But see, but see Royce yeah. was the one. Royce, Royce yeah. was like, dad, dad, dad. So I already knew who you were, but Royce, dad, dad. Can you, I'll give yeah. another panel. I'll give another panel, man. Literally, uh, so yes. just so for you uh, guys. Yes. So you guys know out there uh, where we met, it's called the DC uh, Black Film Fest. Um, and it was put together by uh, Kevin Sampson, so shout out to Kevin Sampson like that. Yeah, Festival yeah. was amazing. I was lucky enough to get one, of, yes, yeah. get one of my short films in there. And I had no idea, but like we went to DC, 10 Festival. I thought I was just gonna you know, get my short seen by some people. And then I see your name as one of the panelists. And what's crazy is, is like, I, like, if I'm being honest, I don't know as many like comic book illustrators as I should, other than you know, like the classics and, and things like that. But your name had all has always been ingrained in me because the work you did on um, Power Man and Iron Fist, like literally that style. Because I had kind of like taken a break from comics for a while, like the modern day comics. Yeah. Right. But I remember, I think I was in a comic book shop and I just saw like your style, and I was like, "Yo, that's stuff." <laughs> I remember just kind of just like looking through because like 
it just had like a, a like a super dope kind of like grungy feel to it which was awesome and so i just remember reading through and i remember seeing your name i'm like oh, okay cool yeah nice and i would you know keep up with it from time to time so then flash forward uh at the dc film fest i see your name again and i'm like wait that can't be Nah, nah, this, yeah. this is somebody else. This is somebody else. No, 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 no. And I was reading the descriptions and I was like, okay, yeah, we, we, nah, this is, this is it. Who cares about my short? I don't even care about my short. We're going here. <laughs> so yeah, went to the panel and got a chance to talk to you. And this was before Bitterroot even came out. And so you were talking about your past work and what you're doing. And I loved it too, because um, as you were talking about, it, you just like laid out all your, all your artwork. And you're like, hey, I know all you guys have short films but uh, this is what I do. So yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and we're, I'm just looking at these things like this, is, this is ridiculous. Um, but then you started talking about Bitterroot and you're like, yeah, I have this comic book coming out. No big deals called Bitterroot. And we're all like, oh, okay, cool, cool. It's probably, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Whatever, you know? <laughs> and then now we're here and it is just completely, completely just blown up. I mean, it's just amazing. Right. Well, man, yeah, it's, it, it is kind of surreal just thinking that that was kind of the, the seeds were planted right at that. I mean, that was kind of the, probably the first time I spoke about it on that level publicly. Hmm. Um, uh-huh. You know, I've had some some interviews and stuff like that um, prior, but that was the first time I had an audience, uh, a captive audience of that size. Um, and to speak about that, um, it was, it, it is kind of surreal to know that that was kind of the, uh, the, um, the seeds uh, were planted there um, to where we are now. That's amazing. That was, uh, first I want to say, man, the beard looks good on you, brother. <laughs> and COVID, COVID is, is making me rethink a whole lot of things. Keep obviously. the beard, brother. Keep the beard. You see, I shade. I let this go about four days ago. Yes, sir. I, I had to let it go. Well, I, I will say, I mean, you, you, you brothers... I see a lot of I see a lot of brothers when you know you you see what they're really made of, man. On these <laughs> right, <Boy. laughs> Boy. there's some entertainers that should have hit. That's what it really looks like. There's some entertainers that should have hit. Right, some entertainers that have ruined men and women. Oh man, like oh dude, oh please, young lady, oh god, oh god. I know, I know. Thank oh, your oh, artists. Thank your makeup artists. <laughs> right. Each day. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Oh, something I do want to point out, too, speaking of that film festival event, um, it's a little blurred out in the background, but if you can see to my right, that is your Bitterroot poster that you actually had at the yeah. event. And so I got it signed. And I'm yeah. so glad I did that because now this is, <laughs> this is iconic. <laughs> and then also, if I just scoot this way, I got oh, Black Panther. Yeah. I got both of those right there. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is just I got mine. I haven't framed them yet because I don't have an office like Royce. So I'm oh, in temporary digs. So my <laughs> wife has let me use this office. So I got to get all my stuff framed. When I finally have a place, a home. <laughs> <laughs> when I have a home. Have a home. <laughs> but you're, 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 you're letting me know everything I need to know, man. It's like, big. Sinbad doesn't have a, a, a room to himself, no man cave. Man, you know what? I've been tr- How long have I been trying to get the man cave, Royce? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. minute. (laughs) See, we were divorced and we got back together in 2002. So I had a whole man house. (laughs) So I brought my stuff here and I'm like this. I got to carve out a spot. Well, no, that's a guest room. No, that's that's, uh, for when friends come out. No, that's for family. 
Nope, yeah. it's for Royce. This I'm like this. Well, I guess I'll just stand <laughs> outside with a tent. Yeah, right. Garage, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Royce got the garage. But, but I mean, no, you, know, got you, you got a, uh, you know, this is just temporary until we move out with the baby. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, and this is all yours. But you got you got prints in the back. You got your, your fedoras. You, you know, you're doing good. Yeah, I know. I, come out. <laughs> <laughs> I had to act like I'm here. Right. Whenever you feel like you have no space, just turn to that corner. Right. Like, hey, man, what's up, Prince? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But speaking of spaces, uh, Sam, if you want to break down where you are at right now. Yeah. Um, well, old school. You guys ever heard of seeing one of these? Do you know, that's what do every Tuesday, <laughs> every Tuesday, Wednesday, when the comments came out in the 60s and 70s, man, yeah. I would run into those racks at the local drugstore to right. get the new edition, man. That's right. Yeah, man. I got this. I got this bad boy back um, about three years ago, man. This guy. He didn't know what he had, and I didn't. Know <laughs> I didn't right. tell him, "Hey, you know that thing is going for like five hundred bucks on eBay or online." Wow! And uh, he he gave it to me for like twenty bucks. I'm like, "What? Thanks, hell yeah!" He thought it was trash, didn't he? Grabbed it that. Hey, right. one man's trash, one man's trash. But yeah, right. this right here is um, my uh, my spinner rack. Got some classics up here. Um, I got this bad boy. A few of these actually. Man, oh, yes, yeah, yes, man, classic yeah. Black Panther, yeah, yeah. bro, uh, Panther's Rage, yes, Rage. Man. <laughs> I mean, you know, not they, you know, not too racist, but you know, it was called Jungle Action, that was the yeah. title, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Featuring the Black Panther, I'm like, wow, you know, you just think, you just to think about just the titles of these things back then, right? But, um, right. um one of my art heroes did the illustrations on this. Um, this uh, guy by the uh, the name of Billy Graham. Billy Graham is really, yeah. You know, not not the R&B guy, Billy Graham, <laughs> but yeah, this is because I thought at first when I saw his name, I'm like, wait a minute, that sounds familiar. And then did the research, and of course, that Billy Graham came up. But um, I realized that okay, wow, that's two two great you know creative people named Billy Graham. I thought Billy Graham, the white evangelist, I thought he oh, had another yeah. side of him at night. Yeah. <laughs> and, night and night he was writing Black Panther. He was That's drawing right. Black Panther comic books. <laughs> I, I forgot him too. I, I totally yeah. forgot about that guy as well. Well, you see why I went. I totally dismissed yeah. him all together. <laughs> I totally dismissed him. But I'm yeah, up. this is my studio, man. I, I do all my, you know, all the creative work is here. You guys can't see facing over this way, but um, I have a bunch of statues and toys. I got a, uh, I'm afraid to reach out and grab it over there, but um, Black Panther statue over there. Don't jack it up. Don't jack it up. <laughs> I don't want to jack it up. No, man. man. Not worth it. <laughs> it's Not funny. Now, it. what do you use when you draw? How much do you use between freehand and computer and software? What is, what is, how do you work, man? Um, it's a little bit of both. I'm still a, a textile person. I gotta, I gotta have the paper and the pen, uh -huh. get the hands dirty. Um, that's that's the finish. But um, when I'm doing uh, layout and, um, and and planning the planning stages, it's all uh, digital. To be honest with you, because then I could do a lot of uh, editorial decisions, make those okay. decisions um, from that standpoint. It's way easier. You know, I don't have to use the eraser. 
uh, you know, <laughs> what's what's that? Exactly. Exactly. Talk about. Tell that me, please. Yeah, that 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 whole thing is, um, you know, um, it's a bit of both. But yeah, I'll do all my planning um, digitally and then um, finish it uh, traditional. Right now, currently, Jero. Sequential uh, art instructor at, uh, instructor at Benedict College, which is your alma mater, right? Yes, sir. Giving yes, back sir. that edu- giving back that education, trying to tell kids. Cause you told me so many stories. Like I know how we messed up along the way. So right. you're giving you're giving that. Hey, man, there's a way to go about this. And they'll probably still make mistakes, but That's I right. think when they get the stories from us, they realize, wait a minute, he recovered from it. Right. And the main thing is that people know they get re- you can recover from anything. There's a second chance at everything. There's, uh, if your mindset is right, it's never over. I don't accept anything being over until you count yourself out. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's, I believe we in need that. To have you, we need to have you come do uh, a commencement speech, man. All right, <laughs> that man. Pretty, That'd be dope. They'll, awesome. they'll leave militant yeah. and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Full of fire because I do. I believe. I don't care. You know, I really love the arts. I believe, you know, I was also an engineer. I was crazy. I liked engineering. I liked all that. I like music. I like the arts. But if you look at everything I do, I, I'm lucky, like I said, with Royce, we'll get back. Because I think all this is one. I think whether it's drawing and, 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 and touching the arts, and we also have the technical side of it, it right. draws you back to the arts. Whatever I do, I was always drawn back, you say, tactile, to the thing I can touch and the right. thing I can feel. Because we talk about social media. That's not social. We were social. That's right. a, that's a misnomer. This is not social media. This right. Zoom. This is not social media. It's the it's the best we can do. We can't be in a room. But social right. media was when I was at the panel with you. When Royce and I are sitting there, and he's whispering in my ear, and he said, "Hey, man, this is that's social media." Yeah. When mm-hmm. I'm feeling the excitement from the other people in the room. When right. I read a comic book. When I read a comic book, and you want somebody to be next to you. See, reading a comic book by yourself is not cool sometimes. Because <laughs> right. I was a kid coming up, Sanford, you, we all said that we'd have enough money to get all of them. So we put our money together and we all bought all the comic books and we passed right. around to each other. Right. I just had to be the one that took better care of them. So they would get to me because I took better care. Don't you dare, right. don't you roll up a comic book. If a guy rolls a comic book, put his back pocket, I will jump you off your bike. I will <laughs> smack you off your bike. That's I, sacrilege. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that experience. I was the only one who read comics, when I, at least when I was a kid in my circle. So I was always so by nobody, myself. Nobody read comics, Royce? Uh, not, not really. No, not like that. Dude, religion. Yeah, I know. Religion. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of a, a, a happy, I think a, a happy medium between both of you guys and my upbringing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, had a handful of friends, but, you know, the majority of the guys and girls, they were into, you know, the things that were, quote unquote, popular, the sports, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, music what have you but and so i was into that stuff too so um i mean truth be told my i had two aspirations if i wasn't going to do the drawing was always there the love for uh-huh. that stuff but i wanted to be i wanted to, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing a bit when i say this but i wanted to be um a, a dj i wanted to be a dj i wanted wow. to be a, a or a producer somewhat mm. so um you know groups like public enemy and Tribe Called Quest and these groups like that. I mean, I I fantasize about being the DJ for one of those guys. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, um, 
I'm doing what I'm doing now. So it's funny because what I'm doing now has allowed me to to meet a lot of the my. Thank my, you. All the guys came. Yeah. To you because yeah. With you, there's a there's a ex uh, D, uh, ex rapper sitting there talking to you right now with Royce. He wanted to be a rapper, producer. No, we don't. Okay. We don't. We don't gotta. Okay. We don't. Went to school for audio. Engineering. We ain't gotta talk yeah, about that. Dude, we ain't gotta <laughs> talk about that. That's yeah. Nah, nah. <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, but what's cool about it is that you're 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 still within that the the circles because that circle no. used to be so niche. Right, yeah, like right. What you said earlier, Sinbad, is that the whole blurred concept kind of is all encompassing now. It's mm -hmm. the, it yeah. really is. It's yes. the, that whole it's the, it's that culture that um, has grown over over the uh, last twenty five years. You know, so I'm, I'm gonna ask you about that. I'm gonna let Royce yeah. ask you because he wants to talk about the beginning, how you got yeah. here. I got some questions about that Afro futurism and, and ethno gothic. Yeah. I want to get in that, but let Royce get you from the beginning, man. Yeah, so pretty much before we dive in to Bitterroot, yeah, I just wanted to kind of ask you, and for anybody who might not know who you are, just kind of take this time to, to let them know how you got here uh, to this point. Um, was uh dropped off from the planet Neptune down to, you know, <laughs> here on Earth on uh, one, in 1000 BC. Now, I can believe it. Yeah, it, it's it, one where, hey, why not? You know, I'm right. a comic book storyteller, <laughs> so might as well make it. In. But no, but seriously, I mean, I'm born in South Carolina, um, small town, not too far from Charleston, uh, South Carolina, uh, by the name of Greeleyville, which is, Wow. You know, you can't wow. exactly. Yeah, wow. I don't know where that is. <laughs> exactly, wow. it's one of those things where name it. I have to always preference. It's not too far from Charleston, South Carolina. We okay. do know. Need that uh, reference. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just you know, barely, barely, um, you know, a stoplight in the town. That kind of thing. Most most of the roads are still dirt roads down there. That kind of thing. Wow. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you're talking about just what we're going through as a, as a country now and to, to realize that so much of these rural areas hadn't changed, you know, since, you know, your, your upcoming, you know, so, um, but that's just besides the point, but I grew up there and um, it was one of those things where like the stuff that I was into comics and, and, and animation the cartoons, if you will, Saturday morning, um, everyone was into that, the, the cartoons, but the, the comic thing didn't get my attention until I went to, um, I think um, back in those days, comics were pretty much everywhere. Dime stores is what yeah. they used to call them, the drug yeah. stores. Drug stores, gas stations, stuff like that. And I would notice these spinner racks in the corner um, and uh, by the candy or the, the, you know, the ice cream or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. It was like, I mean, even thinking about it now, just thinks about just how awesome it was back then that you could walk to the store or ride your bike down to the local, you know, gas station or whatever, grab yourself a, a popsicle, and there's a 25-cent comic there, and literally, that's your day. Yeah. And um, that was pretty much all <laughs> yeah. I did. I mean, I, I would go to, go to the shop and, and, um, and buy up these books, and, you know, it was one of those cool things where I noticed a lot of the comics that I was into, uh, or I noticed the, the comics, the covers had characters that I saw on television, Spider-Man and Superman, Batman and things of that nature. So 
it was like, wait a minute, you mean to tell me, I, I just, you know, at 10, 11 years old, I could make a connection, a correlation between in order to get to this TV thing, this is probably where I need to start. I need to start yeah. drawing this comic book thing. Because that's why I wanted to go. I mean, even as, as a young kid, I wanted to I wanted to draw cartoons. Mm. I'm from a one horse town, you know, right? They had no idea about how to do any of that stuff. Uh -huh. um, but for some reason, I just made that connection with the comic stuff. So I would draw like furiously on um, on line paper, copying from comics. And through the years, I just started to grow and became known more known as uh as the guy that draws and he can draw anything quote unquote um so you always could draw you always had the ability always to draw. always always was into it i think really started around like i said 10 9 years old um got into grade school and then high school and and you know that around that time i had already had a reputation you know throughout the the town that i lived that i was the guy that can do this stuff, and um, I think that was kind of the beginnings of me understanding the the power of, of creativity for commerce. Like I could actually make money doing this stuff. So I would do, you know, uh, drawings for the local uh, the local doctor in town oh. that wanted to uh, put up, uh, you know, do some advertisement. So I was doing advertising art illustration as a senior, junior, senior in high school saving that money and using it to go towards uh, college. I got a, a small um, scholarship, uh, art scholarship to go to uh, to Benedict. Um, and that's where I met my mentor, which I'm gonna tell you guys, he's a bad dude. He's still bad right now. Yeah. His, really? name is Tyrone, his name is Tyrone Jeter. I'll send you guys a link. Mm. I'm telling you, 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 you're gonna want some of his work. I guarantee you, man, okay. he does powerful stuff. He's still super active um, politically, socially, man. He he um, he doesn't pull any punches, man. And um, but his illustration work um, is so rich and powerful. Has so much um, so much um, heart and 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 imagination to go along with it. It's very much about empowerment for our people, but it has this incredible. Um, um, fundamentals behind it, like he taught me really how to see, how to, how to truly illustrate. I, I'll nev never forget the first day I was in his class. I didn't know who he was. I came from a you know a, a place where I was kind of known as the guy, and I'm going yeah. up to school. I got the scholarship, and I'm feeling feeling myself as the old <laughs> and. You know, he saw some of, you know, he had everyone pull up their work. He looked at my work. He said, you like comic books, don't you? And um, I'm like, yeah. He said, well, you, you know, in this class, you're, you ain't going to be drawn from no comic book, right? So when he said that, I'm already like, oh, yeah? So you want to be, you know, you, 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 you're coming at me in that kind of way. It's going to be like so, that. <laughs> it's going to be like that. So, you know, it, it Long story short, we didn't hit it off at first. My my pride and arrogance. <laughs> but he came in one day and um, he brought some of his work. And 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 what was crazy, what was awesome about it was he brought in books. It wasn't just art. He brought in published work that he did. He did um, wow. 
this book um, based on the Middle Passage. Uh, he did books based on, you know, James Earl Jones. I mean, super, I'm like looking at these books and I'm looking at him and I'm like, wait a minute, you did, so it, it, it the was mind. Super, yeah. The mindset, ooh, it's yeah. a bigger world out there. It's a bigger world out mm. there and he's been there. Who am I to scoff at this guy? Because honestly, he's where I want to be. Like uh -huh. he's already been there. So that's when it really clicked to me to, you know, I remember waiting after class and, and I stuck around and I said, I just, I want to know how did you get there? How did you get to, and uh -huh. he said, I'm glad you asked. And that was the beginning of me shutting up and listening and learning from him. And uh, yeah, he changed my whole trajectory, to be honest with you. Now, do you uh, think you'd have got that not going to the HBCU? I think there's something about the HBCU mm -hmm. that, that gives us a little bit something different, right? Yeah, well, absolutely, man. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny, man. Uh, it's kind of full circle because, you know, like you said earlier, me there being there now, um, <clears throat> I'm there on, a, on the capacity of, um, of um, I'm doing these master classes for uh, students who are exceptional in, in illustration. And um, so it's not just a, you know, a, yeah. a regular class, but, um, but it, it's one of those things that really um, has made, made me um, feel so, um, I guess, um, uh, I guess uh, fulfilled because uh -huh. I was there as a young black kid struggling, trying to come up and figure out where I'm going in life. And here's this older African-American man who's been there. And, and I'm also surrounded by others who are kind of in the same field. So, and plus it was smaller and more intimate. So it wasn't like, you know, yeah. a class of 30 folks. It was a class of uh, 10 or wow. eight, you know? That's so like a the, private class. That's like taking a yeah. private master class. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And, um, and, and then on top of that, you know, it's just, if I went to like a Cal Arts or a Ringling school, I mean, a lot of those schools are awesome. And I wanted to go to those schools, but I, I truly believe it, having that experience at HBCU really helps me with a grounded appreciation for coming from where, where I came from. Like, I'm always conscious of that now. You know, I think I, you know, I, I might have been a little conscious of it. Um, going to one of those those other schools, but I think yeah. when you remove from that from a long period of time, you tend to, you know, out of sight, out of mind. So I'm always, you know, I always have my my hands on, you know, where I'm coming, where I came from. I love it. So yeah, it's cool. it's a big, it's definitely a big, definitely a big deal for me. You know, kind of full circle as well. My my oldest son is now um, enrolled. Uh, to go there next uh, really? semester. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> no, that's real cool, man. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's awesome. I, so I they can go to school. Hope it's nice to get your house. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, that's the that's the one part of it that's like, man, 
this is gonna it's gonna suck a little bit, man. If all he has to do is roll over and, and walk in here, I know. <laughs> no, it's not the same. Out of the house, I need, I need you to go meet some new people. Yeah, exactly. Find out how good your dad really is. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Ooh. Yes, so, what, so when when did that transition happen? Once you started working for these uh, bigger name companies, um. Once I got out of college, um, my uh, my mentor Jeter, uh, Professor Jeter, he um, he put me in contact with his agent because he was still working, which was also super beneficial for me because he was still a working professional uh, in the industry. He did children's books, advertisement, uh, advertisement. He never did the comic book thing, but he understood, and that his 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 genre was still close enough to what I wanted to do. Okay. It's all publishing. And mm -hmm. um, so he put me in contact with his agent. Um, I got a few small jobs here and there, but I really understood around that time how serious you need to be to, to get into that industry. It's just like acting mm -hmm. or any of those types of uh, disciplines. You have to really, you have to be um, really, really good, but also just timing. You gotta be somewhat lucky. You gotta have the, uh, a break. You know, um, and I got a break um, about maybe three years after I got out of school. Okay. Um, I kind of bounced around. I did some graphic. Well, actually, my full time job was graphic design. And then during and around that time, I was still, you know, shopping my portfolio around. I, was I it frustrating during those three years before a break? Was any of it frustrating saying because I'm not doing the main right. thing I want to do? Was it frustrating at all? Oh, absolutely. It was frustrating while I was still in school. I wanted, mm. I didn't want to be in school. I wanted to get out. But yeah. I mean, yeah. having, having my, my professor there and knowing that he had already done it, that helped me because I didn't want, okay. I didn't want to take, I remember, remember my first, my, my freshman year of college, I tried to take all art classes. They were like, you can't do that. What are you doing? You can't, you can only do that your senior year. I'm like, well, I'm not staying. I'm just, I just want art classes. I, I you know, I just want art classes. Once I'm done with that, I'm gone. I don't care about the degree or whatever. And, uh, and I was just, I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, I was young. No, I thought the same way, bro. I'm like, yo, I'm like, just yeah. give me my core and let me yeah. get out of here. I don't need none of that stuff. All the eggs in one basket. Yeah, they all in one basket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that's you know, it was it was still like you say it was frustrating. Um, you know, there were plenty of years. I will say this, every every time, um, well I'll share this story. I share it with students all the time. Cause I said just a few minutes ago, it took me like three years to get in the industry, but it also took another like maybe three extra years, four years to stay in the industry, if that makes gotcha. sense. It's like, you know, you, you, you're in, you get this job and you feel good. And then there's a big gap and you're like, what's happening right now? Luckily I was smart enough to keep a graphic design job to where, you know, this other stuff just builds. Right. You want to be able to mm -hmm. stay consistent. But, um, I share this story with, um, with students all the time. Um, we, I just got married. Um, we had our, my wife was pregnant with our oldest son. And I thought I had, uh, and I'm pretty sure uh, Sinbad, you can relate to this. I thought I had the job, this is it. 
This uh-huh. is going to be the thing that's going to yeah. take it all the way to the top and um, put all the eggs into one basket. <laughs> yeah. thing. And um, I, uh, I, 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 I was super, you know, excited. And I'm telling all my friends and, you know, it was, it was tied to Disney and all that cool stuff. Um, and um, I remember getting an email. This is right around the time when emails were like even more prevalent, yeah. um, a little prevalent. And, um, and um, the email basically said, um, thanks, um, Mr. Green. Uh, but based on, you know, whatever circumstances, we decided to go in a different direction. One of those deals. Right? Yeah. Different direction. I hate the di- the different direction speech. Stings. <laughs> different direction means, and, and as a creative person, you don't see it as, oh, okay, nope. it's going to go this way. No, mm-hmm. it was basically you're not good enough. That's right. The first, right. You think, oh, I'm not good enough, uh, obviously. And I remember sitting there, just just staring at the monitor. Um, my wife walks in, and and, and every once in a while, I get a little choke up when I even share the story. She walks in, she's pregnant. She walks in, she notices um, what I'm staring at on the, the computer and she leaves and she goes in the next room and I hear her picking up the phone, looking and, and talking about uh, a friend about trying to get a job. Really? And I'm sitting here mm. yeah. Yeah, and, and, and when she did that, it crushed me because it was like, I don't want to ever feel like really? I can't provide i know you know? dude that's a that's a lot of people going through that right now with COVID 19 yeah been taking care of family and now you're getting that little check and you know you know you, you're almost like this and your family look at you so should we yeah. do this should we change up you're like this even if you were even if you want other people in your house to do more you're like this i'm the man though i'm right. i'm the man <laughs> man, I, I, man, I'm the man. We talking right, about right. and now you're like this. Right. God, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Don't let me don't let me come on. Don't let me hit. I'll I'll stumble. Don't let me fall. I mean, right. I'll stumble. Please don't let me fall. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Messes with your manhood, man. Yeah. Oh, it messes with your manhood. It messes with your 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 your, your you know, your self-worth, man. It's like, yeah. you know, here's the thing that again. You know, using that phrase, put all the eggs in that one basket. Yeah. Coming up, I didn't see nothing else. Uh, you know, like I said, I wanted to do the, the music thing or whatever, but that mm-hmm. that was like maybe three years, my my junior year or my my uh-huh. sophomore to my my senior year. Maybe I wanted to go into that, but drawing was still there. There was nothing else. There was nothing else. Like I didn't care about going to the military. I didn't care about nothing you know mm-hmm. like i said i barely wanted to go to school i just want to go straight into drawing do this i want to do this <laughs> yeah, yeah. i wanted to do that and that was kind of my moment of truth if you will for me um in that regard um and it, it's funny though because you know you mentioned you know god i i, I don't mind stumbling but don't let me fall yeah. i was in a place where it was kind of like you know i had to pray through that stuff and I was, I think I, I got to a place that I was resolved that, okay, if this ain't happening right now, for me, I'm not necessarily going to let my wife pregnant, six, seven months pregnant, yeah. or, you know, five months pregnant, try to find a job because she's going to end up being, you know, 
no, that mm-hmm. that I can't. So I was already in the place where like go out there and get a regular job or whatever, and 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 I share with students uh, often that every time that I had that kind of resolve, something came along. You know, oh, yes, yeah, it was just yeah, one yes. of those things where it was just kind of like, you know, divine intervention, if you want to call it that. It's like I was so when. It's a test. It's always a test. Like, test. Do you give up? Okay. Are you willing to do the work? And then we. Okay. I'll, I'll do this other thing. But then something else with your skill set, whether it's graphics, it might be, it might not be the perfect thing. Right. But it's a thing. Right. right. And you have to get humble because you might have took that thing before, but now you're like this. What? Oh, you for copy? <laughs> for your, oh yes. Yeah. I'm tra- for your children's what? party. Oh yeah. <laughs> your children's party. What? What do you need for the children's party? Please right. <laughs> paint. Do some face painting and do it all, man. Yeah, it. That's exactly what I mean. And and, and I guess um, uh, a more encouraging um, aspect of it, the thing that happened was the thing that helped us to move and buy our house type wow. thing, mm. and um, or at least that was the beginning of it. And um, you know, but I had to learn to be surrendered. I had to get to that place. Yeah. Because I wanted to go down, no, this path. I don't want that other path, this path. Right, right. Guys, no, you're, you're not getting to shut a door on you. First, yeah. he'll give you options, like, I want you to see it. And no, 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 <laughs> he goes, I want you to see it. Somebody, I don't see it. All right, I'm take it. Fine. The show's canceled. What? <laughs> what was the thing you were trying to show me? <laughs> and then he, he'll give you the bigger door. you go like this. Oh, my God. I remember my dad's a preacher. I remember once told me, You'll fight to go through this small door. He got this big door over here, and you're not even looking at it. He's like this. Am I going to have to shove him mm. big door? <laughs> wow. And then we, you're mad, but we get on the other side. <laughs> oh, I had to lose that. Yep. I had to lose that to get here, and I had to get humble. See, humble, you get humbled a couple of times, you talk different to people. So when people are <laughs> struggling, hey, man, hey, man, be all right. See, right. when you get humbled, you look at people. Hold up, hold up now. Hold up. I, I know what you want to do. <laughs> right, right. You you talk to people different because right. you've been there. Like you talk to your students now. Look, I've been there. Yep. Yeah. And you'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's that it's that empathetic aspect. Yeah. Right? You know. Um. But yeah, that and and going back to what you uh, asked earlier, you know, being at HBCU, all that stuff kind of helped to to shape yeah. that because you know you you're you're there and you realize and start to understand your identity kind of going into, I guess, if we want to kind of touch on what's happening in, in our society right now, well, yeah. our identity is, is really being forced in the, the forefront, right? Royce mm-hmm. has a good question. Royce has a lot of good questions. Royce wrote some stuff up. Yeah. Dealing with your, Ray, go ahead, because I've been talking so much, Royce, take it. You wrote some <laughs> oh, great no. stuff up. Yes, yeah. Royce got so much cool stuff, man. So, man, Royce got oh, yeah. so much good stuff, man. Yeah, and I definitely want to jump into research that. research for you, brother. He, Royce <laughs> sorry, went deep. Mr. I mean, he went deep, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, man, because, you know, it, 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 Sinbad started, like, no, no. Of uh, thoughts there that made me, you know, think about. Uh, no, this this is good. I mean, this is this is part of the journey, and that's why I asked that question is because you know I I think it's important for people to hear you know some other artists out there um, to hear your story and your journey, you know, and that it could possibly inspire them. Um, right. But yeah, yeah, because I definitely have some questions. But 
uh, one of the things also I wanted to, to, to ask, because I know a lot of people listening are probably curious, like when you hear names like, oh, you worked for Marvel, you worked for DC, you know, and I'm, it, times might be a little bit different now, but like, you know, what, what was that process even getting in those doors? Was it like a tryout? Did they reach out to you? Um, kind of what, what was entailed? Man. Are you allowed uh, to talk about it? <laughs> I tell you what, man. Um, something you said um, earlier when you said you went to uh, Royce, you said uh, you went to the comic shop and you noticed my art on the covers of uh, Power Man Iron Fist. Um, there was a point in time where that was frowned upon. Um, mm. That art, that style, that look. Um, I got everything from, from oh, that's, your style is very um, wonky. We got wonky. Mm-hmm. That was the, first, the wow. first time I heard that was when I was trying to break in. It's very wonky. Wow. It's not traditional. It's not the, you know, nice, you know, yeah. in, a, in a box, you know, look, that style, real classic look. Mm-hmm. Um, I came from the influences of hip hop culture and anime and yeah. things of that nature, right? So you you throw in those things mixed in with um, comic book, you know, um, aspect. Jack Kirby, you know, here's a guy. Right. You know, if you want to talk about that, that a style that was not quote unquote appealing, it was very you know he was his characters were a little grotesque, but it had so much power, so much life so much energy and again i'm a, you know coming from influences like hip-hop and anime that's power that's life that's energy so i'm drawing off of those things mm-hmm. and i'm not i'm not thinking about oh i need to keep a certain look and style i mean i wasn't taught any of that i just went off the stuff that spoke to me right and started to put it into what i did that's what most people do right um right. Unfortunately, I just happened to pick the wrong things to be interested in. <laughs> you know, like if I was interested in, you know, classical, classic illustrations like yeah. you know, Rockwell or something like that, maybe I would have gotten uh, less of a pushback. But um, but it was hard for me, man, getting in uh, with that look. And I remember there were times I pulled back on that because um, I just felt like I'm not going to make it if I if I don't. And I've had editors tell me publishers hey man you you're gonna have to you know you can't draw this style it's not gonna work um in this industry and you think about that that's that's a lot like what i would imagine you know Sinbad, what you've been through or i've heard you know about you know getting roles in in film or tv you know i'm still getting that now wow (laughs) i still get it now but now i accept it now when I was, like you say, somebody said, man, man, I don't know what that is. He He's out of control. I'm like, well, when y'all say that about, like you say, you say Jack Kirby, I look at Robin Williams. I said, so Jack yep. Kirby can be a genius now. Robin yep. Williams can be a genius. But I, I, like back in Robin's day, they were scared of him. So I took it as, okay, it's a compliment. If, if yeah. this is what it's going to be. But when I was younger, I got mad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I go like this. I already go, I'm Mark Royce knows I walk in the room. Hey, man, what I'm doing, I know you don't get it. I'm talking fast. If you just go with me, man, and, you, and then I tell them this, you need to come see me. It's like your work speak for itself. You need to come see me and see how it affects other people. Right. You're asking wrong questions. My stuff affects other people. That's right. what gave us comp- me confidence because I know people reading your stuff, you're like, well, they do like it, so maybe they don't get it. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe the power is me that don't get it, you know? Right. 
Yep. Yeah. You still got to eat. <laughs> still got to eat. Yeah. And, and yeah. The thing, I, I had to figure out a way to get my foot in the door. So dialing it back and, and so on and so forth. I did that for about three, four years, five years. And at every turn, I just wasn't happy. You know, mm. um, luckily, I got into, I started branching out because it's, it's odd. It's not odd, but it's just interesting how my, my, my work um, did not connect with the comic audience, or at least when I was true to myself. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. But what did was what industry really connected with it was animation. So I, wow. you know, I got reached out. I was reached out to by Warner Brothers and Sony and oh wow, Disney, all these guys, and 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 so there was a a big chunk of my career where I was kind of floating around in comics, not really in the industry. Uh -huh. I was killing it in the animation world, <laughs> and uh, you know, I worked on stuff like um, Shucks. I worked on Batman the animated series. I've done. <laughs> You know, um, a ton of stuff um, out there that people. Uh, so it, it was one of those things where it, 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 I think it finally got to a place where there were more diverse voices. While I was over there doing animation, more diverse voices were starting to get. I should say more diverse voices were starting to get in positions of influence and power. Mm -hmm. Right. The publishers, the editors, they, those are the guys that came up and girls that came up. And they were into uh, hip hop culture, anime. Yo, Those the audience guys. found you. Love it, love right. it. Yeah, so audience, you just kept being who you are, and right. the audience found you. Right, right. So when when um, when that happened, uh, like you said, all the inquiries started to happen. From hey, mm. I'm the publisher from Random House, and we're doing yeah, this yeah based on the Wu-Tang Clan, you, we would love to have you draw, you know, I'm like, really? Oh, wow, <laughs> that's, you know, here I am. I'm super, you know, uh, influenced by those guys. And so I worked with Method Man. Um, and that was kind of like when I started to come back to the industry, it's around 2007. Okay. And then that was where, you know, again, everything started changing um, in terms of the influences and, and things of that nature. But, um, that got that kind of kept me in the industry because okay. again okay. that got me to where i was i was working with publishers and ed editors who were influenced by what i did so that got me there and shortly after that's where um marvel reached out again um they did this thing um called um oh gosh i forgot the name of it it, it was based on these young characters um it got a Netflix show, not net, not Netflix, uh, Hulu. It was a Hulu show. Uh -huh. um, Runaways. The Runaways. Oh, the Runaways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Royce turned me on the deck. Yeah. 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 So I started working on that. And, um, you know, again, they wanted me to sit, you know, they said, mm -hmm. hey, do what you do. That's why we hired you. We want you. <laughs> First time I ever heard that. In <laughs> oh, really? You don't want me to dial it back or change, right. it, change that? You know, that kind of thing. So um, yeah, that that from that point on is pretty much uh, you know where where it all kind of started to come together for me. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, fast forward did stuff like um, Spider Man, you know, which was crazy. You would think a character as organic and energetic as Spider Man 
it would be a, a shoe in to draw. I never could draw Spider-Man. They never put me on it until mm. this this whole, you know, um, viewpoint changed, you know, in the actual, you know, publishing side. Um, so I started doing that. And then shortly after that, Black Panther, you know, came in and then Power mm. Man and Iron Fist. And that's where it all yeah. kind of took off there. I love it. Yeah. And I mean, that's amazing to hear because at least for me, because like I, I kind of relate at least my experience with Brita Root, which we'll, we'll jump into now, but I relate yeah. my experience with it. Like, I feel like Power Man and Iron Fist was like the, the precursor, you know, it's like, yeah. you're like you, you, you did all that work and then bam, then here comes Power Man and Iron Fist. And you probably had no idea at the time, but like, I feel like that was kind of laid the groundwork for what Brita Root ultimately end up becoming. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, yeah so, that, sorry, what were you gonna say? No, um, you, you said it, man. Uh, truth be told, I, I am grateful for the opportunity at Marvel doing what we did. Um, the, thing, the thing about that whole, how should I say? I'm trying to make sure I say that. Well, I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> our, our book was canceled short. Uh, it was shorter than originally planned. Right, uh-huh. we did. Okay. We we they wanted to go in a different direction. We didn't understand what they were talking about. Uh, obviously, they 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 saw the commercial aspect of it, the TV show, and all that started uh-huh. doing really well. So they wanted to go have the characters in their own spaces. They didn't want them together anymore. Um, so we had tons of crazy ideas we wanted to do with them. Um, and we weren't able to, um, but a lot of those ideas, we just kind of reimagined some things and it was kind of the groundwork for Bitter Root. Mm, cool. Yeah. I love, so, I love that. You know, I, I kind of owe Marvel, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> us for where we're at right what, now. What they say in the Bible, what man means for, uh, for bad, God means for good. <laughs> Sometimes right. you just, you freed me to go do the other thing I'm supposed to do. Right. 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 That's right. Yeah. Exactly. And I love it because now like your style, which was frowned upon at first, is mm-hmm. now like <laughs> the like for me, I feel like for a lot of artists, like the epitome of greatness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which which is <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, no, absolutely. 